Life was bitter to the core There was nothing to live for Until love came My name is Harold J. Perkins And at the age of 17 I was selling drugs And on my way to an early grave While sitting in my house with about 10 guys God gave me an out-of-body experience And I was lifted above the room I could see everything moving in slow motion After that I got up and put those guys out And I cried out to Jesus Christ He came into my life with liberty and purpose. Then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited about getting into this teaching. On the previous two episodes, I talked about getting the sunshine and the water needed to become who you were meant to be. The sunshine of God's presence in prayer, in praise, and in worship, and the water of the Word of God. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the game changer. When you add this to your life, it's a game changer that will cause you to win in life's challenges when you may have been losing before. Before this was revealed to me, I was failing financially. I had moved my wife and five children into a three-bedroom roach-infested apartment and barely able to put food on the table. After this was revealed to me and I acted on it, within a short period of time, I was making a six-figure income and moved my family into a five-bedroom house in a great neighborhood. Now, what could be such a game-changer? Well, I'm going to start over in John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. Here's what it says. When the spirit of truth is come, the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will receive of mine and show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore said I that he shall take of mine and he will show it unto you. The game changer is having the one who knows all to direct your steps. God sent his spirit to live in those who believe in Jesus Christ to direct our steps to win in life, to win in every area of our lives. But most are like I was before I saw this, making decisions on what you want to do and then asking God to bless it. Well, this way of living got me in the financial mess I just described. So I got desperate for change and I took time to hear from God. I fasted for three days with just water and a lot of prayer. After those three days, God said three things to me that turned things around almost overnight. First thing he said was, you're not tithing consistently. You have some hard times financially and you decide that you're going to hold back the time, not giving him the 10%. So I made that adjustment. The second thing he said is that you don't give when I tell you to give. I tell you to give somebody something, you reason, say, oh, can't afford to do that. And not realizing that if I tell you to give it, I'm going to multiply it back to you. So I made that adjustment. The third thing he said is what I'm going to focus on on this teaching. He said, you decide what you want to do, and then you ask me to bless it. How about get my direction first, and you know it's going to be blessed. So I started doing this. At the time, I was looking for a job, and I acknowledged God in my search, and he led me to take one particular job. It was selling jewelry. 
And so I went to that job. It was actually at that time in a department store. This was quite a while ago. And so I had to get on the podium and I had to do a, you know, a presentation and give people an opportunity to buy the jewelry I had. And the first day, the hecklers beat me up really bad. I mean, so bad that I did not want to go back the next day. And but I know God had led me. I knew it was his leading. So I went back the next day and the next day was day and night. I had good success. I went on, I think either that week or the following week, I was a top salesman in the nation. And in a six week period, I made more money than I had ever made in a six week period on that job. Why? Getting God's leading. When you get God's leading, success will follow. Let's look at a, a place in the scripture where Jesus led and, and let's see the outcome. I'm in Luke 5, verse 4 through 9. This is when Jesus had borrowed uh, Peter's boat and he asked him to use his boat to talk to the people. And Peter said, okay, well, Jesus now is getting ready to pay him back for the use of his boat. Again, this is Luke 5, verses 4 through 9. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Simon Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. In other words, for a great uh, load of fish. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when, when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fish and their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. For he was astonished and all that were with him at the draught of the fish that they had taken up. Look at the direction that happened here. Peter and his partners had fished and caught nothing all night. But when Jesus gives them direction, on what to do, they caught so many fish that the boat was about to sink. You know, this made no sense in the natural because Peter knew that this wasn't the right time of day to fish. But he said, nevertheless, if you said it, Lord, I'm going to do it. So look what happened as he followed the leading of the Lord. God's leading sometimes will not make any sense to your head. Let me give you an experience like that that happened with me. I uh, was led uh, one time to take this job. They had ran an ad to earn $20,000 a month, and it was all commission. And I responded and took the job. So I'm starting to work at the job, and a couple of the salesmen came up to me and said, man, you made a wrong decision. You don't want to work here. And there's nobody here making that kind of money, and we have a hard time just getting our check. Well, what do you do when you hear something like that? You ready to walk out the door, especially since you're just getting started. And I, I got ready to do that, that very thing. And I heard on the inside, Holy Spirit say, go in your office, close the door and go to work. And I'm like, Lord, did you hear what they said? Go in your office, close the door and go to work. And I listened. And that job turned out to be the first year I made a six-figure income. It was the easiest six figures I ever made in my life. The second year I made more money than the owner of the business, according to his wife, considering he had an overhead and I didn't. How did this happen? Getting God's leading. And when you do it, you're going to be successful if you don't quit. Now, listen to John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28. My This is Jesus talking. He said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Jesus is saying here that his sheep know his voice. 
You have to have faith that you can hear and know the voice of God. He's in you. He's not just in heaven. He's in you. This life was meant to be lived by God leading us and empowering us to do what we could not do without him. Listen to Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. Jesus is telling his disciples, he's risen from the dead, and now he's telling them that the Holy Spirit is coming, and he's telling them to go wait. Listen to what it says here. I'm in Acts 1, verses 4 through 8. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which which said he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times of the seasons, which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. This power of the Holy Spirit is to lead us with the gifts that God has placed in each of us to dominate in our sphere of influence in such a way that people know we have something different. There's something that's causing us to be successful. You know, uh, some time ago, I built a team of over 100 insurance agents and people were coming up and asking me, how did you do this? Now, why were they asking me this? Because they could see that I wasn't smart enough to have done this. And that was true. It was empowered by God leading me and empowering me to be successful. You know, King David in the Old Testament knew the importance of getting God's leading. I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Let me tell you the situation. They had come, they were away from their their homes and um, their wives and their children. So they're coming back, David and his men. And when they come back, their wives and their children are taken. The city is burnt down. David's men are so upset that they're they're ready to kill him, that he had them out and they weren't there to protect their family. But David did something because he knew the importance of getting God's leading. I'm at 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. And David inquired at the Lord saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he, the Lord, answered him, pursue, for you shall re- surely recover them and without fail recover all. Now, because David had his leading, look what God provides. Now, again, David doesn't know who these people are. He don't know where they are. So he just begins to pursue. And look what happens. I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 11. And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David and gave him bread. And he did eat. And they made him drink water. Now, this Egyptian was one of the servants of the men that had taken the city and burnt it. And David gave him some food and said, hey, hey, can you lead us to where these men are? He said, yeah, I could do that if you don't kill me and if you don't give me over to them. And he said, "Okay, we'll do it. Now, I'm going to drop down to verse 18 and 19. Listen to what it says. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered it all. When we understand the importance of God's leading and we have the courage to pursue, we will recover all. All that is on the earth belongs to the kings of God. 
We are God's kings on earth. He is the king of kings. But kings on earth need the direction of the king that's in heaven because he's over all. He knows all and he will lead us to recover all. You know, it's time for the righteous kings that we are, the kings of God, to take back what belongs to the kingdom of God. We're seeing wicked men with wealth that should be ours, houses that should be ours, platforms that should be ours to show that God, our God, is almighty. And the major key is letting Holy Spirit guide us. Listen to the instructions that God gave the children of Israel to take the city of Jericho. I'm in Joshua chapter six, verses four and five. We're talking about the game changer. We're talking about getting God's direction. And when you get God's direction, you know that you're going to have success. It may not happen overnight. You're going to have to have some tenacity to be able to stand and wait for the manifestation of what God has already led you into. But if it's his leading, you will be successful. Listen to Joshua chapter six, verses four and five. Let me set the stage. This was uh, the Jericho. And uh, the Lord was leading them to take over the city of Jericho, and he gives them some instructions. Here's what he says. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpet. And it shall come to pass that when they make a loud blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Now, this seems like foolish instructions to take a city, but this was God's leading. Listen to what, look at what happened. I'm in verse 20. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpets, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. This story is not something that just was written in the Bible. It really happened. And it's a picture of how God is going to transfer wealth, how God will release the power to heal in miraculous ways, and how God will show the world that he is God. He's going to use our voice. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two 22 and 23 to have faith in God, that even if you say to a mountain to move out of the way, it will obey you. If a mountain can move with your voice, sickness will move with your voice. Money will move with your voice. You know, we've been created in the image of God and God does things with his voice and we are to function the same way. You know, I recently heard a man of God say that words were meant to be more for creation than communication. And I believe him. There's power in our words, much more when our words are directed by the Spirit of God. Jesus said, I only do what I see and hear the Father. Imagine what will happen with just a remnant of believers that live like this. God said in Haggai chapter 2, verse 8, the silver is mine and the gold is mine. Will he not lead us to it if we're following him? But first, he's going to lead us to develop our character so that when we're led to the silver and gold, it doesn't destroy us. You see, many people that don't know how to handle wealth and don't know how to handle the fame and the fortune, God needs to prepare us. And he's a good father that wants to prepare us so that we're ready when he leads us into it. 
He also wants to bring us to the place that we understand that it is a tool to do good. See, the more money he can put in your hands, if you got the right heart, the more good you can do. Now, this leading is available for every area of our lives in being a good husband or wife, a good coach or athlete, a good student or professor. It's available for every area of our lives. You know, God wants to direct us into such success in every area of our lives that people look and recognize there's something about these people. And here's how he is. He's not going to take charge. We have to yield to his leading. And sometimes you won't understand up front why he's leading you this way, but you have to trust his heart and know that he has your best interests at heart and that down the road, there'll be some understanding. You know, I can look back on my life and many times in my life where I didn't understand why God was leading me in the way he was. But now I can look back and see that it was a real blessing that he took me that way. He has our best interest at heart. If we let him lead us, and even in ways that we don't understand, down the road, we'll understand what it was all about. I'm telling you that this is a game changer. That as you add this in your life and you take the time to hear from God and to get his direction and keep in mind, he's on the inside of you. It should not be difficult to hear somebody that's living on the inside of you. It's just a different mindset that you have to adjust to and understand that he's there and he wants to talk to you. He wants to communicate to you and he's available. And so this was a real game changer for me. It's something that I have to stay on top of to make sure that I stay mindful of not trying to make decisions and then asking him to bless him. But I get in front of him. I get in his presence and I take the time to wait on him and to know that as I get his direction, success will follow. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans. And God will begin to show you his purpose for your life and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode. I was just